You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. Use my inner voice. Tell me where to go. Tell me where to go. So moving on slightly. We must explore a unified agenda. Yeah, so going on to what I was just referring to in regards to the, the two philosophies, we must explore a, a unified agenda that trains 100% of the black population to become empowered as skill-based entrepreneurs in our own community, as well as intellectual powerhouse professionals within mainstream integrated society. And that's on page 237. And he speaks of uh, Marcus Garvey, as we've, we've mentioned several times. Do you think it would be practical and beneficial to have a Garveyism movement in today's climate? Um, a yes and a no. I mean, it, I, I, yeah, a yes and a no. I mean, I mean, obviously, Garvey took some of his inspirations from some of the people that were there at the time, and the former um, Garvey also. I mean, was a very, very astute individual who obviously developed a business in relation to, I think, I'm, I'm going to say transatlantic, transatlantic. the states, and also, um, sorry, the states and also Africa. So, yes, I think it's important to have individuals like Marcus Garvey. I think those individuals are, are individuals who can be the pillar of our community in terms of showing us the way in terms of how to do things. So that's also very important. People, a lot of people don't know, a lot of people don't have know-how. And I think it's important for people to provide examples for us to then follow in their footsteps. So yeah, I do think individuals like that are very important. Um, I'll say beneficial 100% yes. Um, mm. 100% yes. Um, but would it be practical in today's... Right. I'm, I'm, that's why I broke it down. And first I answered yeah. the beneficial. Practical, yeah. if you asked me a couple of years ago, I'd have said no, but I'll be interested to see how the Acorn thing goes. Because I don't mm. know, obviously he's got Acorn city buildings, other currency and stuff, mm. but he's being funded by China from what I understand. And it's just, it'll be interesting to see what imprint or what, what they get out of that deal and what Akon's overall ambition is for it. Is it for like black success and to, I don't know, eventually, but I know it's going to be a community, but what is its purpose to develop a culture and a community that kind of, um, that, um, where black, where where they could make almost like be like a black business hub. I don't know what his overall plans. Maybe to research a bit more. But the fact that he's doing something where he's he's trying to build a community and Af- and being in Africa and him being black, I'm assuming mm. it's be for the benefit of of um of the black of the of, of black people, the black community. We mm. can see what happens and see if we can build and learn from from that. To be honest, these things are taking place anyway. It's taking place anyway. So whether it's in I can only speak of, of Ghana. I haven't been there in, in 20 years, so I can't really speak. I can speak, I can, I can give a perspective on what I know, but I can't speak obviously from experience. But the place is thriving. There's not even that if, but, or maybe. So these things are taking place. Whether, it's, whether there's a, I'm sure there is a figurehead. So whether it could be the, the, the president of Ghana or it can be individuals who have put this thing together as to the year of return and prior to that. But individuals or people have been investing back in places like Africa or Ghana or in communities where, um, the economy, where to the point now, the economy is thriving. So there might not be a specific, um, to my knowledge, a specific um, figurehead such as 
Marcus Garvey, but those funnels are taking place. That's why I was really two and four, two and fro, two and four, or two and from the whole idea of whether it's um, being institution institutionalized, whether it's wanting to be wanting to um, be part of the fabric of, let's say, British culture for that. Um, Brit let's say British culture, and actually, I do because I want us to live in harmony. But from experience, I just understand. You know, that's possible to a certain extent. And I think we need to understand. Or I'm just very much in a know that, yes, I am British. I was born here. I've lived here my whole life. Mm. But this is not this is not my land. This, mm. is, not my, this is not my land. You know, my, I, there's a continent to which I've not visited in 20 years. Yeah, that's, that, that is my land. And I should maybe focus some of my energies as to, on the subject of the 10%, the 90, helping those individuals out. But that's been something that's been going on for years. Likewise, even in the Caribbean community, I have this conversation with my mum and even other people sometimes as to it being a thing where people always send back to whether it's the Caribbean or whether it's Ghana. That's, that's, that's not even like, I don't want to say, that's, that's almost the norm. These are things that might have, in fact, I 100% believe these are things that have been almost rubbed out of our community because we've been here too long in some instances. I was my parents weren't born here, so it's still in their fabric to send money back to Ghana to do this or to do that. But when you've been here so long, then this is your home, and this is where you begin to start investing. But you've got no, you've got no um, what's the word I'm looking for? You've got no power here. You've got no political power. You've got no what's the phrase he wrote? I saw a phrase here. And political what's political political power without um any economic power is like having a having a car without a driver's license. What a waste of time that is. Mm. And I just, I, I'm just, we like, history has, like, I don't like saying this, but the purpose of history is to discover oneself. Bro, like, Jesus had 12, 12, 12, 12 disciples, might as well say 12 brethren, all right? One of them ratted him out. Dogs. <laughs> you know, one of them ratted him out and he died. MLK, no different, MLK, obviously, MLK, Marcus Garvey, um, Malcolm X, the, the list is long of great things they did, but mm. trying to make an impact in a country or land that wasn't theirs. In fact, no, they tried to make an impact back home in Africa or the Caribbean. However, because of where they were situated, it was very, very difficult considering the political times and political climate as well. So obviously in 2020, the climate's a little bit different, but these individuals have tried these things before. They all died roughly around the same age. Barry Martin, I think Martin Luther King died about 50 or something like that. Right, Mark Harvey, different too, sorry. Yeah, MLK and Malcolm X was like 30 something or 40. Yeah. yeah, they're both assassinated. Um, so speaking on that, the fact that um, they were assassinated, on page 249, he mentions, many people say we need a new leader in the black community. Where is our next Martin and Malcolm? My response is every black man we should see, every black man we should be my response is every black man we see should be that leader as an evolved manifestation of a new Martin or Malcolm. Is the fear of death still a, protect, a protagonist against standing and stepping up as local leaders? Um, certainly not as much as it was before. No, I don't believe so. Um, but I think now, um, like... No, I don't. The fear of death is definitely not. I think it might be there, maybe a small in, in like a small percentage, but definitely not as much as it was before. I think you might find yourself as a, you might find yourself a target, 
Um, and it wouldn't surprise me in any way. I mean, let's look at some of the black politicians who find themselves under fire constantly. David Lammy, um, uh, Dawn Butler recently got it. And what's the other one everyone's always laughing at, taking absolute piss out of? Diane um, Abbott. Thank Diane you, Abbott. Diane Abbott. Always under under pressure. Always mm. under some form of pressure. But would you say would you say they're black leaders? Um, um, yes and no. I mean, I, I don't even want to disrespect them by saying yes or no because they are leaders. But I don't think mm. they're leaders in the form in which we're talking about, as to MLK, Agave, or Malcolm X. But they mm. have some form of um, power and responsibility. But what I'm saying is, with that power and that responsibility, you know that. The, there's a sense of difficulty. I mean, that you're talking about is that that fear there? Yeah, the media are onto those individuals. Mm. Maybe I don't. Maybe not so much David Lammy, but definitely Diane Abbott got it recently, and um, oh God, Dawn Butler recently was under fire recently too. What about you, Mace? Um, to answer your question, I feel like I feel like there's too much of a of a divide. Mm. Um, so when you asked your question it, to me it was like would we all be willing to almost rise up and if death is the consequences so be it yeah mm. I feel like there's too much of a divide now for everyone to get together and do that I feel mm. like when you listen to and, and, and hear about and read and watch things about about, this, about slaves and our ancestors and, and the slavery days Without like they like every day on the plantation field or whatever, day in day out, you've almost like you're almost dead, or not almost dead, but you're not, you can't, you're not, you can't be, you're not free in it. So it's it's more, you're more, you're more winning. But if you want, if you're gonna, if you're gonna rise, it's either if I don't die, it's back to the field. So do you know what? Not there's not much difference, but I've got a lot less to lose if that makes sense. I don't even want to be rude or horrible. Hmm. Whereas I just feel like now. There'll be certain man, certain people in positions that actually, actually, they don't want to. They they're not willing to die, and I think that's where we're at. That's where we're at now. For if if we all decide to come together and say we're not having this no more, and literally we'll risk fat, we we'll risk our, our we we'll risk jobs, we we'll risk homes, we we'll risk everything for it to lose our lives. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think we we as a community, as a people, are willing to take that risk now. Altogether. Mm. So, on the back of that, do you think Malcolm and Martin would thrive or be more easily taken out in this social media time that we're in now? I think, Mark, I think personally, Malcolm would have a bigger following. Yes. You'd thrive in this following. Uh, Martin Luther King, in the current day climate time right now, Malcolm would kill it. When I say mm. kill it, I mean like, He'd have a back, he'd have, he'd have like, he'd have, he'd have, yeah, he'll have a lot of followers. Yeah, he'd have, especially right now in this climate. Martin Luther King, um, probably still, probably as well, like, but I think Malcolm would be the guy, like, there'll be a lot more support than there was because he very much divided. Whereas, Mar obviously, Malcolm X, first, are you we, talking about, are you talking about pre Mecca Malcolm or post Mecca? Um, I'm post talking about pre Mecca to be fair, pre Mecca Malcolm, and and okay. I watched. I watched something, I watched a series or something where uh, Malcolm X was actually portrayed in the series as mm. well. Just and it's actually, I think it was pre the whole the whole first season was all about Malcolm pre pre Mecca. Um, mm. 
And just that Malcolm would absolutely, he would have a huge following right now. I could see that. Definitely. Definitely. I think he would thrive. Martin Luther King probably as well, because we love, like, well, I anyway, I love someone who can articulate themselves very, very well and actually get and get to the essence of points that are disturbing us as a people. I love, I love when someone can do that. And Martin Luther King would have that ability. So he'd also mm. have a backing. And both of them would be would, would have a huge following, huge mm. support, in my opinion. So so where are they? Where like why why aren't we why haven't we produced another Mal in the Malcolm yet? Who's to say we haven't? I mean, look at Minister Farrakhan. You think you can get him on any on any screen? Like you, those individuals are not allowed to thrive. I mean, I mm. actually I agree and I disagree with Mason's thoughts on on Malcolm. So I do agree, I, I do believe. Yeah, I understand why there would be a following, but no one's giving him no 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 platform. You think you think IG or Twitter or Facebook or YouTube are giving him a platform? No chance. Mm. Look at um what's that dude um David Eichel of his name in regards to the the pandemic and um, um and COVID nineteen. He's gone off social media like bam. You think they're gonna allow Malcolm to to be running up running like to, no, I was about to say running his mouth, but I mean to be to be saying things on on a social platform that's gonna cause um I don't want to say hysteria, but it's gonna cause a it's, it's gonna cause a commotion and an uprising. As I say, it's essentially what David Ike was doing. People are like, no, actually, I'm not standing for this. All right, so all right, so on the back of that, so post post Mecca Malcolm. Do you not think that that fits in with today's ideals? Because essentially, post post uh, Mecca uh, Malcolm is was all about unity mm. in terms of it not just being about just black. It was more because when obviously, as we know, after he went to Mecca, he realized okay, there is like white people aren't inherently evil. Yeah, That's yeah. what I've been. He was told that, but when he went to Mecca and he saw that he was praying amongst other white people that was just into the spiritual side as he was, he then realised, okay, um, I need to take a different approach. So with that being said, wouldn't then those same platforms be willing to have him talk about um, everything that he was addressing in regards to unity and, and, and forward um, thinking and, and the betterment of the human race in general? Because that's that's essentially, isn't that what they're they're trying to do? No. Um, Putting like the question. I, out there. I think there. I think there are elements to which I think he would be be supported by these platforms. Mm. Um, and I know you're talking about in today's age. Mm. And sorry to like harp on on the past, but I'm obviously he formed alliances before, and weren't those alliances broken up? What do you mean? In what reference? Um, so he did something um, not exactly the same, but he did something very, very similar to basically Marcus Garvey by having and forming alliances. I'm not too sure whether it's okay, business, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I'm not too yeah, sure yeah. if it's business, business related or otherwise, but it's yeah, with other, with other leaders in, in different countries, yeah, it's like. stopped for whatever reason. Oh, I'm glad you yeah. said that. Other leaders, um, yeah. what's his name, Gaddafi? I mean, I'm just throwing yeah. out Gaddafi. I'm yeah, saying yeah. All these progressive individuals who talk about whether it's pan-Africanism or just pan in general in terms of us. It's almost socialist talk. That socialist talk gets hammered out the way. I mean, I don't want to talk about Jeremy Corbyn. Socialist, boom, he is not even, like, he's gone. Mm. That socialist talk all, all let us all get along. 
That is not, people do not want to hear that. And I'm not talking about people by the, the way of the wider community. I'm talking about the powers that be. No, 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 no. There's no, like, would, would it, I just, I don't like, I don't even like the way I'm even thinking about it. It's just because, I don't want to say I've been corrupted in any way before, is history has shown us, I just feel history has shown us that. Yes, we've become a bit more progressive. But as it even said in the book, I think I think it goes on to say this. So like, and there's even there's even a part of me that's even questioning it. So like, I think we've always been taught, and I could be wrong, that through our uprising in terms of standing up for each other and all that type of stuff, that um, our civil rights, I mean, civil the civil rights law um, was founded. But who's to say that wasn't part of um, not part of the system? Um, I haven't quite got the words. So do you understand what I'm talking about? Um, you lost me slightly. No. Um, what was the reason for the civil rights movement? Not, not the movement, but for the laws to be changed. Because black people were, be, were being discriminated discriminated against. Remember, like the whole the whole um, uh, what was it? The the laws that they made the fifth, the first amendment, the second amendment, etc. They were saying that all men are created equal, but clearly it wasn't. Like, yeah. they weren't referring to black men. They weren't speak, speaking about what black women. So that's why they needed to make that the civil rights. It's civil rights. Do you know what I mean? It's just to be civil. Like, it's not right. even anything got, deeper than that. I've got it now. So cool. Now, I'm say I've got it. So I think the civil rights movement, sorry, the civil rights movement was, forget that. Right, so it's all in the same thing. I think the point I'm making, I think there was a civil war in the States between the North and the South. The yeah. South is where a lot of the slavery was taking place. Yeah. In order for that civil war to stop, now correct mm. me if I'm wrong, the president had to get involved and change the law. And then that's when the law was put in place. And that's where, sorry, that, I believe that's where slavery was abolished. No, because slavery was abolished from England from before, but the South didn't want to accept it so that's why you had the divide between the north and the south because it was from england it was actually england that said that slavery should be done now but because um obviously the south was still thriving from it they was on this kind of like no you can't tell us what to do kind of thing and um yeah obviously the north the north part of america was uh definitely more for it than the south so that's why that that kind of happened i may have brushed over it a bit um, in a, a wide, wide, wide sense, I didn't go into too much detail, but um, essentially, that's that's part and parcel. That's good reading. Uh, I've kind of lost my way a little bit, um, but all right, cool. I, I want because you touched on um, well, we all did kind of touched on the fact of it, about unity. So the last chapter being unity. He mentions our ability to be unified as a people is our greatest opportunity and our greatest challenge. We have proven time and time again that we are that we're that we're our strongest when unified and our weakest when divided. And that's on page two fifty. Even up till today, why are we still adjointed and what things can we put in place to minimize that? That's to Eva. So I'm thinking, I don't know if Mrs. got a response first. I don't, why are we still adjointed, did you say? Disjointed. Oh, why are we still disjointed? And what was the second part of the question? And what things can we put in place to minimise that? Mm. 
I mean, in regards to being disjointed, I mean, there's 200 years of slavery that that, <laughs> that, attribute, that attributes to that first and foremost. So, Plus, I, I, and some, 200 yeah, and, and some, some, bro. And some. So, like, I, I was, a, yeah, I, yeah, definitely and some. So, mm. I was thinking more of how can we move forward, if I'm honest. And yeah. I was trying to think of a simple answer, but I didn't have a, a simple answer. Is because I'm still quite torn as an individual as to some of the conversation as to Dubois, Booker T. Washington. Now, I think a lot of those things are great um, hand in hand, but I just, I, I, again, and I'm, I'm not emotionally got involved, but I just don't believe in, like, London is a multicultural city. London is, is one city in the United Kingdom. In the, yeah, it's one city in the United Kingdom. There's a mm. couple multicultural cities in the United Kingdom. But mm. other than that, not everywhere has that same mindset. Mm. It's very similar to other parts of Europe. So I could say Barcelona, for example. Barcelona is a very multicultural city. Come outside different parts of Spain and people are not going to have the same mindset. Very similar to states. New York is a, is a hub, is a, is, a, is a world hub. Multicultural city. Come outside of that, the New York State, or even far, come out of New York, and you'll begin to encounter problems. Mm. I do believe we can live hand in hand. That is what I would love. But history, 2020, so there's 2020 years that have shown me that is not possible or is extremely difficult. And yes, we have moved the conversation forward. And I believe that it's important to be woven into the political society. But I just think it's very difficult. And in so, whether it's the Caribbean or whether it's Africa, I just think it's important that you need to invest back, invest in yourself and invest in your people. Very, I, I mean, I, I mentioned China a couple of times and like China wasn't a superpower, but they, they've been investing in themselves and investing in Africa. Yeah, we'll do this for you. Yeah, 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 we'll do this. Yeah, blah. And I'm like being a bit cheeky, but they've now got economic and political power. And that's how it works. I mean, the Chinese, I, I used to find this funny, like, funny, like, funny, not funny, but as in, like, when I went in places like Argentina, I was like, how the hell, where are these, these Chinese people everywhere? Got shops, this, that, and the third. Bro, they're making, they're everywhere. And that's mm. not even, like, trying to be funny. It's a case of, obviously, I know there's... Batch, though, they are. They, 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 go, they, they go far and wide, and they settle, and they make that they establish their own their own footing wherever they go that's why there's a chinatown in every part of the world see but we i think we've done things very very similar and sometimes i think we're very very hard on ourselves we are very similar to the chinese by way of being in different parts of the world i think there's just one or two um cogs in our wheels or wheels in our cogs or whatever the phrase is to which mm. that we need to just tighten up a bit mm. as to invest in back in our people they've continued that investment back in their people. Unfortunately, due to, let's say, political unrest, it's been very, very difficult due to systemic racism to be part of the part of society, to be fully woven in society. But you know what? I like after my own experiences, like not that I'm not mad at it. Yes, I'm mad at it. But however, how can I be like that's not me coming to Mason's house and just say Mason's carpet, I know I think you've got wooden floor. Just say his carpet's um, blue. And I go, I want it to be red. No, it's Mason's house. Mason was Mason's going to dictate what takes place in his house. I'm not doing all this. Yeah, of course I'm going to be upset. And I think in relation to Mason's, moving Mason's house, Mason's house aside. But I'm saying like, yes, of course. 
there are laws that should be enforced or there are laws in, in this land that should or do dictate or say that we should have equal rights. Unfortunately, that is not the case. Of course, do I want to enforce those things or make those things um, true, not only, not only in word, but in action as well? But I'm not, I'm not the individual, I, I will I'll certainly play a part, but I'm not going to hammer, to, I'm not going to go tooth and nail as to ensuring this is the case. I've now diverted my attention as a human being, as an individual. Actually, there's a place in London to which I've lived all my life and this has always gone on. I'm now going to invest back in my community, whether it's in Africa or very similar to obviously the Black Wall Street, I'm going to invest in my own people. So whether it's independent shops, et cetera, et cetera. Hence, obviously Black Pound Day, that's something that I've been an advocate of, obviously telling people about um, the first weekend of every month, I believe it is. I, I, I try to get involved in any way, shape or possible. I'm just like, like our parents used to do it. And they've done very well by doing it. I just think it's our gen it's our it's our it's the responsibility of our generation to, to continue. And more so, because we've now put ourselves in positions of power where we're now um directors, this, that, and the third. A lot of us are making good money. The generation before weren't, weren't making as much money as we are, and the generation before were making even less. They've done all the work. It's our job. I'm not angry, I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad at all. I'm like brilliant, let's go. It's go time, you know what I mean? Let's turn that key and invest the money back in our in, in our econ in, in our economy or whatever you want to call it, or back home. I just try to my thoughts are actually let's just try and encourage people maybe a little bit more. Actually, do you remember that place called the Caribbean or do you remember that place called Africa? That place where you know your family came from before. A lot of us have lost touch with those some no, no, sorry, let me say a lot. Some have lost touch because guess what? Because of the money that our parents sent home or some of the money that, or some of the businesses that now some of us are trying to set up or have set up in, in these countries, the economy's thriving. Mm. You know, so like, again, I'm, I'm now at the point where I'm going to ramble because I've lost my point. I think I've made my point anyway. No, but you made your point. You made your point. You made your I'm point. not mad anymore. I, don't, like, I used to be mad. I'm like, they want to say, like, obviously I'm not standing for this stop and search nonsense, but I can't think of a stupid law, but like, I used to get mad over Brexit. Do leave, leave, go on then. I used to get mad. Leave, go on then. Uh, you kind of went off yeah, the road I'm now, there. Yeah, now, I'm, I'm, now gonna the, I'm now, I'm now going to do the mad one. So like, yeah, move, Mace, Mace, bring it, bring it back, bro. <laughs> I haven't actually got an answer to that, to that question, man. Like, how do we bring it back in terms of like us being quite destroyed? I, I, I don't know. Is is um is my answer? I, I don't know, bro. To minimize it, I'll say more to minimize it. I think, um, I, I, I get I understand why you can't answer it because it is quite a I don't want to say ambiguous question, but it's one of those things where okay, I'll lean on, I'll kind of lean on what he said in regards to having the five points of commitment, which I think is a start where he speaks about having black love, so what love for one each other. Uh, black power, so we fight for one another. Black wealth, where we create wealth with one another. Black excellence, be the be, be the best amongst the best, and black unity, so forever unite with one another. Which they all sound like great points, and I do believe that they are they hold weight in in regards to us fulfilling our own destiny, self fulfilled destiny. We we can we can be united, and we can love each other. We can show black excellence, and we can have black, uh, black power, meaning economic power and political power. And we can 
have and show black love like one another um um yeah and and do those things to to help up uplift us and 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 take strides forward as as a community globally and as a black um as a race essentially at the same time on a micro level unfortunately on a day to day we see that that and I don't like I don't even like saying it but it's it's I can only go for experiences but there's no trust or love amongst us. I was gonna stop you. I was gonna say don't say it but you did go on. Yeah but am I lying though? No sorry you know why I was gonna stop you because go um no I'm gonna say you're let me throw in a rebuttal all right go I on. think sometimes no, we can be prisoners of the moment. So mm. yes there's there's to your point there are still things that take place in our community that we're not happy with. But as to things such as... But I did say on a micro level, I'm not saying... Yeah, like no, yeah, general, yeah, I'm just bringing it. In general, I think we're, we're definitely taking strides forward. We're, we're, we're doing the right things and we're seeing more and more love and unity as we go. But as I said, on a micro level, on a day-to-day, -day, like, it's still mad. Like, I can still see a man across the road. And like, even up to the other day, and I don't want to... I don't want to... Um, minimize what we're saying because it is quite a, a a large structural conversation that we're having in terms of the the unity in the black community but like I, was, I saw a brother like I think I yeah hopped out I must have been going to the shop and he must have been by his car and he didn't see me but like I've hopped out and he see me but then I'm not looking his way, but then he's he's looking around, wanting to make eye contact with me just so he can make sure that I see him and he see him. But it's not in a way of, yeah, what's going on, bro? It's more like a like a standoffish, like like yeah, I'm here, like like what what is it kind of thing? And I was just like, bro, I'm just going shot, I'm like, what, what are you doing? There's my do your thing in it, do your thing, I'll do mine. Like there's no there's no issues, but. We still have that kind of when we see another brother, it's like we still kind of want to stuff up, like pop, put out the chest and act mm. in a certain way, which is which is it's annoying, bro. It, it really is. It's so immature. But on the grand scale and the grand scheme, um, I'm for I, 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 yeah, I say that there's more love going on and there's more unity that's going on. So I'll, I'll rather I'll rather promote that than than make those small examples. But I'm just saying on a day to day micro level that there there is still some bullshit that's out there. Well, I was, I mean, what I was saying is like I do. I think I think like even as to our own progress, I'm talking about in our own personal lives. Sometimes yeah. you can be very unhappy with, um, let's say your day, for example. But you mm. are moving forward as an individual and closer to what would be your goal. And I just yeah, think yeah. Really, sometimes we can be prisoners of the moment. And I think there's some mm -hmm. really, yeah, really good that. things that are going on. So such as Black Pound Day. Um, mm. And I think as for as long as those those things and those, mm -hmm. um, I, I don't want to call them schemes, but for as long as those um, those things continue, I think they'll. I think we're going in the right direction. I mean, I think that's that's moved on very well since since it initiated. Um, a few months ago, and ever since then, like obviously since the pandemic, a lot of new, a lot of individuals have started up businesses and stuff like that. And that's and that's the that's the these are the type of steps that need to happen in order to 
create some form of economic economic power. But I think to your point was as to how I think you have to constantly uplift people. Mm. That your question was in regards to how can you essentially um, how can you minimize them? Yeah, how do you minimize yeah. that? in regards to like um, I think you need to support people. Mm. Black Pounder, go support. Yeah. Your, yeah, go support people. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, I want to. I want to. Uh, move forward though before we wrap up because there's literally a couple more questions then we'll, we'll call it a day and end of the season but this I'm not even, these are questions that he's put and I just thought they would be good questions mm-hmm. to maybe stew on like the listeners maybe stew on it listen and um, maybe answer it in your own time and yourselves as well boys so he says, young black male, what do we want to stand for and believe in to assert true authority of our world and affairs? How do we want to make an unprecedented dent in the universe? Now, I'm not asking you to answer those questions, but more just think about um, those in the future. And maybe if you do want to answer them, by all means, type it in and, and send us a message. But we've, we've already mentioned it slightly in regards to Black Wall Street in 1910, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Do you think that there could be a Black Wall Street in the UK and is it realistic? And I want to put in a parenthesis that um, collectively in the UK, and I know it's a bit of an issue for some people when the the whole BAM uh, congregation of Black, Asian, minority, ethnic uh, term is used. But just in in this instance... Uh, we spend 300 billion per year um, collectively as as a as a collective. Yeah, essentially. Do you think that we could have a Black Wall Street in the UK, and is it realistic? Um, yeah, I think it is realistic. I mean, I'm not too sure what the current spend is now in our own community, but um, I just said I think... collectively with it being under BAM, obviously that that includes Asian and minority. Um, Black and Asian as well. Oh, so sorry, it, sorry, it, 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 it punches us, us all into one. But if we're if we're just going to say collectively, like I, I, I didn't find the research to say what it was just for black for the black community, but collectively, as BAM, and I know some people disagree with that that term, but it is at three hundred billion per year, and that was that's that was done from the Black Pound report um, from a, a black woman in the UK. Um, so I think essentially, I think what I wanted to say was I'm not too sure what the figures were at the height of Black Wall Street, um, okay. but I do think it is possible. Um, as to I don't want to say creating a whirlwind, but essentially creating a, 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 a vacuum where whether it's the BAME community or whether it's a black community or what have you, um, <laughs> thrive, yeah, thrive. I, yeah, I think it's possible. And and who and who should say it's not actually happening now? I mean, we're talking. We're living in a dig- digital digital age where almost any and anybody can make money off their mobile phone, off their computer. You don't need to. You don't. I don't want to say you don't need a boss, but I mean, I think you understand. Also, I think you understand where I'm coming from. Making money has become accessible to almost any and anybody. All you need is Wi-Fi. All you need is the internet, and all you need is a product or a service, and then it's a go. And as a result. We're talking we early in the conversation. We we're talking about um, the industry, and I don't want to say the music industry, but let me use the term as the entertainment industry. And I think gradu- slowly and gradually, that industry has become 
more than just entertainment. Mm. And yeah, I think yeah, I think it's slowly, yeah. I think it's slowly happening now. And I think um, again, not to use the term or the term prisoner of the moment. Sometimes we say things. Do we, I mean, your question was, do we will we see one? I think we're living in a great time. Um, I'll see, um, and I don't even mean to interrupt you, but do you know what? When I when I actually uh, coined the question, I was more thinking about like see how. The Asian community have got Southall. Yeah. Like, do you think that we can have essentially a Southall, but for a black community? Because realistically, we did kind of have those areas, but they're now being regentrified. So we had a Brixton, we had we had the um the Labour Grove, we had a Shepherd's Bush, we had uh, a Hackney, I guess. Yeah. And other uh, large communities of black uh black families and congregate congregated in one area but now as we know they're all being regentrified regentrified and everyone's being moved out but do you think that we can somehow get to a place where we can thrive and have a a, a area similar to to what they have with Southall? Um, I'm unsure at this moment in time I think I'm just thinking it out loud. Obviously, I might need time to think about it, but I think those days yeah. are kind of gone as to um, unless you're you're starting up a new city, a new town like in Milton Keynes, I just mm. think those days are gone as to, okay, cool, let's uh, let's build a community in this area. Mm. Yeah, I just, I just don't think that, that, not that it can't exist, but I just think it's unlikely. So you're saying it's unrealistic? Uh, maybe not unrealistic, but just unlikely. They might be the same word, but I mean, I'm gonna go with unlikely. What about yourself, Mace? Yeah, I think if these, I think if something like that was gonna happen, where we had an area to call our own, and we, and when I say call our own, not just living there, owning ownership, yeah, that's called yeah, hundred percent, yeah. yeah, that would have happened. I think it's we've just been pushed up, like we had prime real estate. The areas you mentioned there, right mm. now. Prime real estate areas, prime, mm. all of them, every single one you mentioned. Mm. And I think the, the not last or latest, but like the area that springs to mind in the more recent times, in like the last 10, 15 years, where people have been pushed out to is Croydon. Mm. And even there, I don't like, obviously, I don't know if it's still happening, but then announcement was made several years ago about the Westfield shop percent is going Croydon. Give it 10 years within Westfield being, being built, and people are, they're going to stretch them out somewhere else, boy. That's how it starts. That's yeah. how it starts, bro. That's how it started in Shepherd's Bush. I, yeah. I remember that when before he was even there. Obviously, that's where I'm from. Hmm. I remember when it came. That's when. That's when we got the, the that that goodbye money. Like <laughs> right, go 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 buy a house out of there. Like you, you know what I'm saying? It was one of yeah. those. But to um to bring the bring the season to a close. Um, I want to read out a couple of excerpts. If you guys want to add some at the end, then by all means do, then um, we'll, we'll give it a close. But he mentions, our greatest tool of leverage is our unified economic purchasing power and collective economic withdrawal. Um, so, yeah, that's something that we didn't really touch on, but um, I know, I know, I don't want to go on for too long, but... Um, the economic, yeah, just, just to kind of reiterate what he's saying in regards to purchasing power and collective economic um, withdrawal. I think we could touch on that in the book review a bit more, but I think that's a really 
pivotal statement and pivotal point to talk about as well. But he mentions, I reprogrammed my mind as well as my body and spirit to turn my life completely around. I channeled every sort of I channeled every source of energy, talent, intelligence, and hustle within me to become the best black man I could be. I'm still hood, I still wild out, and I have fun from time to time. And, I still, and I'm still improving as a person. But through it all, I know that I'm destined for greatness. Young black males, so are you. And lastly, we must unite as young black males together in the game of our lives on this field of revolution. Our opposition is incre incredibly fierce. We have experienced extreme pain, setbacks, turnovers, injury, loss, and temporary moments of defeat. But we are built for greatness and built to win. We can change the course of history. Our opportunity for legendary revolution is now. And that's on page 269. Um, do you guys want to close off with any other statements from the book? Um, I personally have no, 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 I don't have any. No, sorry, no, the answer is no. <laughs> no, I was thinking of my favourite one. My favourite one is still, um, I think it's, if you don't love yourself, then your neighbour's in trouble. But I mean, I've mentioned that two or three times already. Yeah, thanks for that, Pete. Thanks. What about you, Mace? Um, There was one thing I saw in here, actually, but I don't think I can find it. There's something I, I saw in here that really struck a chord with me. We can do, we can, if you can't find it now, then we could just, just yeah. do it in the book of you. Yeah, we'll do it in the book of you because it was something I saw in here and it struck a chord. It was something to do with like the fact that like um it was something along the lines of like we can like argue, fight amongst us. We can oh we can compete, disagree, and even fight, but that should only be a means towards collective improvement. Iron sharpens iron and black iron sharpens black iron. Not to destroy another piece of black guy made of its very own substance. That's that struck a chord with me. Cool. Yeah, good man. All right. So yeah, that's the end of that season, man. Let's let's call it a wrap. Then uh, we'll get the book review done, and that's another season done. Yeah, we'd love to hear you. your thoughts. We'd love to hear your yeah. thoughts. And if there's any of those questions that you thought was thought provoking and you want to answer them, some of them, by all means, send in your answers. And, um, yeah, we can have further discussion. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys, yeah? As per usual, Instagrams and all the rest of them, at Fully Booked, that's F-U-E-E-E, -E -E, letter E, booked, B-O-O-K-E-D, fullybooked at gmail.com, yeah? You see it, you heard it, you see it at first. All right. All right, man, then. In a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, peace, peace.